I'm an alcoholic. So uh, thank you, uh, Mr. Mark, for asking me to, uh, to speak here. Um, I've lived a lot of my life in delusion, and I'm pretty good at it. And, and, and uh, man, I keep thinking that all this stuff is just going to go away and that I don't have to uh, do these Zoom meetings or anything. And um, it's not doing it. So they've been interesting for me because I find it hard to be um, – you know, like pay attention and uh, looking at people's backgrounds and messing with people in private chats on the side about other people and, you know, basically the behavior of a 13 year old. And so, um, so uh, yeah, you know, um, this, uh, you know, ride of, of sobriety has been, um, has been uh, an interesting one. You know, I, I'm uh, amazed and, and stoked and uh, kind of, you know, in awe of the, people that I hear that, you know, come into their first AA meeting and, um, and stay sober. And it happens a lot. I hear it a lot. And, and, you know, for whatever reason, you know, that wasn't my story of, of, um, you know, wallowed, uh, for lack of a better term back and forth, um, in, uh, in sobriety and out of sobriety. And, you know, um, basically, I mean, just trying to find an easier, softer way, you know, I mean, really, you know, and, and, um, but, uh, but the truth of the matter is, is that uh, I have never, ever been uh, able or had a desire to, uh, to drink like a gentleman. I have never been able to, um, to catch a buzz and to, uh, and to stop, you know, to want to stop. There's been times where I've been physically removed from it and haven't been able to continue. But, uh, but, you know, that's always been that case. And, and, you know, for the most part, I was a, a late bloomer and, and, you know, my sobriety date is um, October 19th of 2017. And uh, my home group is the RSM 630 Attitude and Gratitude. Uh, my sponsor is Mark B. Um, and, uh, you know, that sobriety date is, um, was not my first. And I, I hope to God that, you know, I remain willing to continue to do the work um, to, uh, to not have to change that. And, um, you know, so, uh, so, you know, when I, when I was, my life was pretty successful, uh, for lack of a better term, you know, until I got my hands on it, you know, when I had structure as a, as a kid and, uh, didn't really have much say so in what I did, um, I kind of followed the program and, and for the most part was relatively happy, you know, um, but, uh, but as soon as, um, you know, drinks and, and the extracurricular activities came in my life at, you know, about 17. Um, it was, uh, it was on from there. I, I couldn't imagine, you know, at that point, I, I never understood why anybody and everybody wasn't just drinking all of the time, like, you know, to the switch that was turned on as soon as that happened um, was, uh, was awesome. And it worked for a really long time. And it was a lot of fun for a really long time. And I got, I got away with it for a really long time, you know, and, and, um, and, you know, by no means was my life successful. I mean, from, uh, from relationships to financials to, um, um, you know, all of that stuff was a complete wreck. When I say I got away with it, I, I really didn't have any run-ins with the law. And, uh, and for the most part, my health was good enough to where I could continue to, um, to go about my merry way. But, um, you know, I was perpetually the dude that would move out of his parents' house and then like end up there like three weeks later, four weeks later. Like, I, don't, I you know, I, I need a, um, 
I just can't, I can't. If, if drinking is on the table, man, I, I cannot do anything else. I cannot. And I have tried for well over a decade to do that, you know, just to control and enjoy and just to try to keep the damage down and just to like, just drink it. Just, just, I've tried and, uh, and I can't. And, uh, and I'm okay with that now, you know, I mean, and really coming to the realization and, and, um, you know, I got the first time I was introduced to this program, I was 25. Um, I had, uh, I had just crashed a car. Um, I was living with my parents and, and at that point, you know, um, I was completely and totally out of options as I sat, you know, in my vehicle, um, uh, in, in puke, you know, in my car and, and my car was undrivable. The, the, the front left tire was busted and I could not drive and, and, uh, was parked in a community across the street from a bar I'd been drinking at the night before and no recollection of what I hit or, or, or how that happened. Um, but, uh, at that point when I got out of the vehicle to, um, you know, uh, use the restroom and some dudes like patio, I guess, I mean, I, you know, looked at the car and the puke outside of the car. And, um, and if I would have had an, uh, if I would have had money in my pocket, if I would have had, um, somebody to call, like, you know, to get me out of that mess, you know, and continue living the life that I was living, I would have, but I, I was out of options. And so, you know, at 25 years old, you know, what do you do? Like, um, you know, a successful young man in my stature at that point, you know, I called daddy and, you know, daddy, please help me. You know, I crashed my car and, and my family owns a shop and they sent a tow truck and I was trying to talk the tow truck driver into not calling the, the police because he saw all the, uh, the wreckage. And, and so the next couple of days I was waiting for a, you know, Orange County Sheriff to knock on my door and, and they never came. And, and I had been told by many people in my family and loved ones that uh, I was an alcoholic and I needed to go to AA for many, many years before. And, um, and that happened again. And, you know, my parents said, you know, uh, you're going to go to a meeting. And I said, sure. And, uh, and I dropped my dad off at work and I sat outside of a meeting in, in Costa Mesa somewhere. I remember I was just too afraid to go in and, and, um, and they did a, you know, left there, lied about it. I'm sure. I, I'm sure I told them that I went and then, uh, and then, you know, they had a bit of an intervention on me at, and, um, ended up in, in treatment. And at 25, you know, from that time, you know, that 30 days, man, that from the time I was 17 until 25, that's the longest I'd ever been sober. And, and, and it was at that point, after I realized, look, this may be a good thing and, and kind of get re removed from all the, um, all the toxins. It was a good gig. Like I was, I was stoked. I was stoked on life. I had some people come through on a panel, um, you know, that, uh, that said what they did and the meetings that they went to and, and, you know, talking about a spiritual experience sufficient to recover from the disease of alcoholism. And I was on board. I was, I was stoked on it and, and, uh, and left there. And, um, you know, really for the first time in my life was, um, I, came to the realization that I could have fun without, without getting high and, and getting drunk. And, uh, that was something that I never, ever thought possible. And so, um, so, you know, that, that first year, you know, I was in a um, home group and, and taking the steps and, and, um, participating in, in recovery and, and reaping the, the benefits and the rewards of that. And then, you know, kind of started, 
going to a little less meetings and, and, you know, not calling my sponsor as much. And I was cleaning out my car and, and came across a, a pill that was uh, not prescribed to me, you know, and, and that was uh, some of that I was taking right be- the night that I crashed and before then. And uh, I don't know how long that thing was in my hand before it was in my system. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the, that was my MO for, you know, a long, long time. Like I, I could not keep anything in my possession. Um, if I had it on me, it was in me and, uh, and it dove right back in that. And, uh, it was a really big tease because it was only one and it got a little bit of a head, a head change and, and thought, man, I'm going to have to change my sobriety date. I'm going to, you know, do all this stuff. And, and I did, and I was, I was ready to go back to work and do all this stuff. And, um, I ended up in the hospital, uh, prescribed some, you know, all of those pills and done that. And, and, uh, and did, did what I did. And, and, you know, from that point forward, you know, I remember having a conversation with uh, my sponsor at the time and just being like, man, I think, you know, after all of this stuff that I, after all of this, you know, fresh off this, you know, abusing, you know, prescriptions and doing all this stuff, you know, saying, yeah, I don't really think I'm an alcoholic, man. I think, I think I'm going to go try it again. I, I think, you know, this is my plan. I've got a plan, you know, this is my plan. And, and, uh, and so for, you know, the, the better part of a decade after that found me um, trying to find a reason important enough to stay sober. And, uh, you know, I don't know about any of you, but, um, you know, when I get removed from alcohol long enough without a, a program and without a conscious contact with a, a power greater than myself, um, I remember why I drank and I know that that will help me in the immediate future. And I also know that right after that, I don't know what's going to happen, but you know, you get me in enough pain and far enough removed from this, this program and, and my fellows, um, I think myself sick and I, and, and a cup, the ease and comfort of a couple drinks sounds good. And so, uh, so, you know, the, the last time, you know, this last sobriety date, I said that I'm going to absolutely, you know, stop drinking. And, uh, and like I had said a million times before, and, and, you know, my, we, during this whole time, this decade, you know, got married a couple of kids and we were having our third kid. And I was, you know, absolutely positively certain that I am done. You know, this third baby is born and that is my sobriety date and I'm, and I'm done. And, you know, that sobriety, she was born. And on that day I stopped drinking. And then, uh, and then the next day I was drinking in the hospital parking lot. And, uh, and that run after that, you know, was, um, uh, was, um, was humbling because to, uh, you know, I can, I can, at that point, having a five-year-old, a four-year-old and a newborn baby and me out four or five nights a week doing God knows what, God knows who, um, I can tell, you know, everybody till I'm blue in the face that, uh, that I love my family and I do love my family. I love my kids and I love my wife. Um, but they are a distant, distant second if I am actively participating in, in, in alcohol. I mean, it's, it's a, it's messed up to say, but it is, it is the truth. And so today and the last, you know, couple, two and a half years, um, you know, I have, um, I have done what everybody else has done to, uh, to stay sober and, and happy in this. And that is, you know, get a home group, go to a bunch of meetings, take these steps. And, uh, and, you know, it's amazing that, um, that it works, you know, and, uh, and, you know, it's a, it's a really, really, really cool gig, you know, and, and a lot of the time or some of the time as I'm, you know, holding hands with 
some strangers in a meeting and praying. I'm thinking, man, this is so lame. But the fact of the matter is, is that I've never, I've never had it so good. I mean, that, you know, like my life has never been so good. And each one of my family members will, um, will agree with that. You know, that is, a, um, that is congruent. So, um, you know, I hope and pray that I stay willing to, uh, to continue to do this deal and do what all of you have shown me to do and just get the heck out of my way of my own recovery and, and things work out quite well. Um, if I am willing to do that. So uh, I think I'm done. Thanks for letting me share.